0: What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than ninety minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do you
1: got? All right, guys. I was, you know, going through Twitter, and I found something interesting that Snoop Dogg is planning on getting his own brand of hot dogs called Snoop Dogs. <laughs> then this kind of brought me back to the whole Dodger dog. To can we taste the difference? Yada yada yada. Because a lot of people said we couldn't. I think we can, but we're not getting into that debate again. And I was like, maybe if they're that good, Snoop Dogg can have his dogs at the Dodger Stadium. I'm like, you know what, L.A. guy? Why not? I'm like, Snoop Dogg, you should have your people look into that. Because I do not like the Dodger dog at Dodger Stadium.
2: Let me say something to Snoop. Snoop Snoop-a-loop. My man. If you're going to have your own dog, get it. Made as a kosher dog. That adds to a, a whole different element that people would say that's unexpected from Snoop to have a kosher hot dog. But I'm telling you right now, the kosher dog, the Hebrew National versus like an Oscar Mayer, it's night and day, man. So, Snoop, kosher dogs. Think about that.
0: Okay. I We should, you know, hopefully he's listening and maybe he will... Uh... <laughs> He'll, uh, Just he'll,
1: get he'll, a Dodger Stadium, man. They need help. That's I mean, you
0: and this dog, <laughs> for the love of God, jeez.
1: Just saying, okay. I'm trying to help it's the hot- LA guy out, okay.
2: Hot dog does sound good with like, ketchup, yellow catch or
0: yellow, yellow ketchup. mustard. Say, yellow <laughs> yellow mustard. <laughs> <laughs> we call that <laughs> mustard no, in my house. Yeah, it's same. a different deal.
2: Yeah, yellow mustard, ketchup, relish,
1: onions. You lost me. And relish. sauerkraut. Oh, at least he didn't say mayo because then I don't know what happened. Mayo? Right yeah. Ugh, no, mayo. Gross. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm not a mayo I mean, person. Uh, all you- right. Uh, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever, from wherever you are. So, out, real quick while we have you here. What uh-huh. is going on with this tweet you put out about there oh, where all these sugar daddies are going to come holler at you? Yeah. Ho- I yeah. was
1: venting because I am really trying to move out, I've told you guys, and I went and saw six apartments today. That's what I did mm-hmm. this morning. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on the last one, I was like, yo, I'm staying home forever. Like, it's so expensive to rent downtown. I'm just going to be home forever. So I went and tweeted, a- like, that was my frustration tweet, and... I literally I got a kick like when I read it back I was like haha that's kind of funny and I was talking to the security guard downstairs he's like dude I feel bad for your twitter because you don't even know what you did and I was like what I didn't hashtag the word sugar daddy he goes it does not matter it does not matter that you <laughs> Yes put- you
3: left out that you you solicited sugar daddy porn bots To completely attack your
1: account just by mentioning it. Well, I didn't know that. I thought you had to hashtag it for people to like find it. That's worse. Oh no no you you Just put in a Twitter
0: search. Like, just look at her. Like right now. Now Now, my my so I just I'm gonna put in sugar. Wow, I literally just put in sugar and sugar daddy already popped up as like one of the things. Um, So sugar daddy, I'm gonna pop up and the top tweet is not yours.
1: Good. (laughs)
0: Um, let me see. Mom was like, "Should I retweet it?" I was like, "No." Does yours pop up in the top tweets, I guess, is my question. Uh, I don't see it here. I don't
1: think
3: that, like, so the way the bots work, Cap, is, like, anytime you mention certain keywords, then if you'll notice on Laura's replies, she's got all these fake accounts saying, like, DM me, baby, and the best is, like, like sugar mommy Heather is one. It says, yeah, I'm not scammer for all fake sugar, baby. I need your trustworth. Have only,
1: like, it, they don't even make sense. It's, it's hilarious. So Momo, like, I had sent it, well, I sent it to you guys, right? And I sent it to the group text for the other show because I'm covering for Briona's forgot Ireland wasn't in so mom was like hey I'm not in the loop like what's up so I sent it to her and she started reading like the responses she was dying I haven't even gotten there to read Oh my god anything. you got to
2: you got to you got to like, read like like my man right here uh, <laughs> Gerardo Morales hello beautiful come stay in Anaheim No I think he's a listener I have Apartments <laughs> for rent I got you No That's a good one that's a good one. Oh, here, oh, sugar daddy DM. I don't know, baby. Laura.
3: I think you might want a sugar daddy if you are like texting the tweet to all of us, like, "Hey guys, bring this up on the show." Like, oh hey, wow, you can, have thirty you replies. Know? No, I didn't.
1: Yeah, it. I, I did it. I first of all, I do not want a sugar daddy. Second of all, um, it was funny because I literally was walking in laughing, and the security downstairs he follows me on Twitter. So he was like, "Dude, you're about to have an influx of things," and then <laughs> you were like, "You should delete that." And everyone's like, "No, like Mason, yeah, like, yeah, Lindsay did tell
0: you, did, yeah. yeah, you should." Yeah. I'm just saying, like,
1: delete it. And then um, Mason and Mama was people, like, got No, got like, don't of do out there." I'm just saying, I would, I t- I would have deleted it, and I was, I was like, oh, tweeted whatever. it, whatever. I was yeah, like, it's out there's there. a lot
0: of DMs in there. Like a lot of people trying. The to good
1: DM thing you. is that my DMs are closed. Yeah. So keep it. So, so there's something called sugar daddy
3: porn bots. Okay.
1: I did not know that. I learned something N-nor new did today. I? I, I think that know. you
3: should I think that you should hit up uh, the one that says Sugar Mama Heather. No, because you, that you
1: looks- can definitely. <laughs> well, she's good. definitely
0: yeah. a bot. Like, there's I was, no was like, you
1: can it. do all that. I'm definitely. They're, these not. are all, look, look at person? these profiles. They, they yeah. have like their. their I profile. haven't. That's the funny thing. Yeah, place. they have like,
3: have, like have numbers.
0: When they have like 37 numbers, <laughs> that's never a good right. sign. Right. And they joined Twitter
2: yesterday.
1: It's so funny. It's so funny. Yeah. Poor Laura. So that was that well, was a thing. I was like super well, frustrated. Laura, do. why does it
0: have to be downtown? Just because you want to be like walk, well, I walking to work?
1: I want well some of them aren't even walking. Like, you know, and they're like a mile away. It's not like the nicest areas. But, you know, I just don't want to drive that much. I drive two hours to get home from my right. other job. I'm like, I'm over driving.
0: Yeah. Okay. What well, where's yeah. the other like where what part of town? It's is in uh,
1: like Marina Culver City. It's off the ninety.
0: Okay. Mm. Hmm.
1: So it's very opposite, and then I'm like in San yeah. Gabriel Valley, you know. So it's like, Oof. yeah, uh huh. Yeah. I feel Oof.
2: you, dude. You maybe maybe we got to yeah. start doing like some math and some analysis on how much gas, how much time. Oh, I did How that. much rent? And, and how much are you saving? Why don't you by get a Prius or much? something too? I, oh, there's I a did, good idea.
1: I did like the math on the time and the gas, and I actually will save money. And to me, time is more valuable than anything. Yeah. And the the amount of time that I'm Literally losing in traffic is ridiculous.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hey, well, if
1: you part. get a sugar daddy, you don't have to worry about any of that. Right. Yeah, no, no, I don't. I don't think I could do it. Hit up Heather She's, oh, she's de azucar.
0: It.
2: I thought about a sugar mommy at one time. I, I gave it consideration. <laughs> I mean, I really, really, honestly gave it consideration when I got divorced. I was like, you know, I know the place to go to find wealthy older women that need a young stud like me. Right. And, um, and I knew the place to go and I just didn't know if I wanted to do that or just be somebody's boy toy, you know? I mean, cause I could do it, but, but how long could I do it? For? How, how, how
0: long would yes. your kids make fun of you for it? Cause I feel like they make fun of you for a lot of things right. already. Like
2: so. dad, you're dating great grandma. What's up with that? Yeah. You know?
1: Mm, yeah. yeah. No, so, I can't yeah. do it. And I'd like, if it was it. like someone like Clooney, that's different, obviously hello. But like, no, I can't do it.
3: Yeah. What's, like, the cutoff point for being a sugar baby versus a sugar daddy or mommy? Because I feel like, Cap, like, you'd have to... Oh, I, I either, think you got to be, be at least gap.
0: 20 years older, right? right. Like that's, Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be dating yeah.
2: oh, a 75-year-old woman, for crying out so, loud. So
0: yeah, so like, yeah. There, right, there's got to be at least, like, you know, like, you got to have, like, basically, yeah, like, I would say, like, 15 to 20 years at the minimum, right?
3: Oh, you'd be dating like a really, really cool, nice, awesome grandma. I think you should that's go right. for
0: it. <laughs> I don't think, I think Rachel so. will approve. Grandma Betsy no. would be hanging out with you. <laughs> hey,
3: yes. no. Rachel's not going to care when she's paying your rent.
1: Yeah, but Rachel got money. She don't. She got her own money. Yeah. She don't need yeah. no, no, no she capital. Sure you have, right. you
3: have, Believe a mama.
2: Believe me, Thank she you. adds more. She adds more value to the relationship than I do. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, well, that's
0: not a shocker to be honest. Mm-hmm. With you. I'm not even true talking though, financially. Sad anymore. but true, man. Yes. All right. So, real quick. Keyshawn. Yeah, what'd he do? This morning. Yeah. Now, was this on the radio show, or was this on first take? Because I saw him on first take too. It was on first take. Okay, so it was on first take (laughs) today. And, of course, you can check out the radio show Keyshawn J. Will and Max uh, each and every morning here on the station, then 6 to 10 here on 710 ESPN. So he was talking about the Raider game, and he talked about how he has more confidence in one quarterback over the other when it comes to this Raiders-Bengals matchup. Let's take a listen to Key i think it's
3: gonna be Carr. now it's gonna be tough to go into cincinnati and pull it off but i think if they do it i gotta have confidence in him he's a veteran he's been in this league
1: he understands the magnitude of the playoffs he has yet to play in a playoff game although he led his team to the playoffs then eventually he got hurt they lose to houston but i think when
0: you talk about young quarterbacks young teams young head coaches it's really tough to understand the environment of the playoffs mm-hmm. i think the veteran
3: staff that he has in las vegas can certainly lend some experience whether it's rich basaccia whether it's greg Olson, whether it's rob marinelli the coaches that have done it and been there before and i think it will help him go a long ways in the postseason
0: so he he believes in the raiders like you know he thinks it's not gonna be easy it's certainly tough but he believes in Carr and he believes in the raiders honestly i, I mean ma- See, if you're a Raider fan, you don't want me to jump on the bandwagon because when I said that's it, I'm done. They've been 4-0 since. (laughs) So I'm not going to do that to you. I'm actually going to be considerate and say that I I think it's a winnable game. I'll leave it at that. Um, But he's right. Like, I think Burrow is going to be a stud, okay? Like, I think Burrow has Joe Montana-esque type qualities. But Derek Carr right now has done an unbelievable job of leading this team, man.
2: Well, that's what it's all about. It, it, it really is about Derek Carr's leadership. It's not about his stats. He doesn't have gaudy statistics with thousands of yards passing at the top of the list and all these touchdowns. It's all about his leadership, and he's a very likable guy, okay? But make no mistake, Derek Carr has no playoff experience, and Rich Bisaccia is an interim head coach who's never been a head coach and certainly not been a head coach in the playoffs. On the other side, you can say the exact same thing about quarterback and coach in Cincinnati as well. That's what makes this matchup so interesting. It's the veteran who's never been there versus the kid who's played on the biggest stage in college football on maybe the best college football team of all time. It's really a great game, Cincinnati versus the Raiders.
0: Yeah, I, I I really don't know which way to lean uh, when it comes to that particular one. Like, I I don't know. I honestly, only the Niners look like to me a, a team that's probably going to win. That's an underdog right now, and they're not a huge underdog. They're a three point underdog on the road. So I mean, you know, I, you
2: know, George, my my heart says Raiders, my head says Bengals. And by the way, um, I'm not the world's brightest guy, so don't. Don't let's not talk about my head, because yeah. you you heard as the show has gone on all the craziness that's going on inside yeah. of this
0: thing. Yeah, yeah. I
2: like the Raiders to cover though. Well, I, I, I listen, I'm pulling for the half? Raiders to win. I like they the are, Raiders
0: at five and a half.
2: They are the lovable underdogs of the NFL. Which is how crazy. could the Raiders Al Davis's Raiders become the lovable underdogs, and you can't have confidence in Cincinnati because they're still Cincinnati until yeah. they're no longer Cincinnati.
0: Correct. Eventually, they have to shake that label, and I think this could be the team that eventually does it. But it's not, I don't think it's definitely not happening this year. Like I don't, I don't think. Um, I mean, I guess I shouldn't say definitely. I don't like to deal in absolutes because crazy things can happen. People can get hurt, and you know, all of a sudden the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I feel fairly confident that I, the Raiders are at least going to cover. And if they're going to cover five and a half, they're going to be in this game. So they have a shot. Uh, all right, speaking of shots, there's been a lot of shots at Brandon Staley. I'm going to tell you why everyone needs to just take a breath when it comes to Brandon Staley. We'll do that on the other side. Yeah, Raider fan, you heard me say that. No, know you've been having fun at the man's expense, and, and deservedly so, and deservedly so at the Chargers' expense. But I'm going to tell you, you need to chill, okay? We're going to be back in four minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Okay, I don't know what cuckoo dancing is, so I'm not even going to touch that one. But um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I don't think I've seen that movie in easily 25 years.
3: Man, oh you got to go Chris back is, and watch it. He,
0: he's
2: it's breaking amazing. out some history today, though. Marge shot the, the, the flood of 1812. I mean, he's talking about some historical stuff all up in it
0: today. Yeah. Uh, Why do I need to go back and watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure again?
3: It's a great movie. And like, I mean, I watched it a lot when I was younger and then I watched it as I got older and I was like, this movie's really funny. It's way more for adults than it is for kids. Oh, no, it's definitely more for
0: adults, I would imagine. (laughs) But I mean,
3: I I just think it's so funny
0: when he's like Uh, playing it.
3: He's playing the bus boy in the hotel. Because they made a movie about him and he's like, paging Mr. Herman. Mr. Herman, you have a telephone call. You have to see it. I can see it. No, no, no. I, uh, <laughs> I can just, quote I, the
2: whole movie. As you portrayed it, I saw it. I can also see him doing the dent, 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 dent. Yeah, dance. Yeah, with the big shoes, you know. Uh, I can also see him wearing like that dumb gray suit with the bow tie where he's leaving for his trip and he's got like a stick over his shoulder with a bandana with all of his personal belongings in it. I see the whole
3: thing. I just now, seen it like with the years. big fake thumb. It's so great. Like, who Pee-wee's that? Pee-wee's Big
0: Adventure, 87% <laughs> on the tomato meter on Rotten Tomatoes. 79% really? by so the audience. So 87% consensus, though. Was
2: his TV show that was like a Saturday morning yeah, cartoon? on CBS. Yeah. W- was that before the movie or after the movie? Yo, before.
0: That's what made him famous. Oh. You thought hmm. the movie came
3: after the show? I wasn't really sure of the chronology of the movie or the show. I mean, show. What, generally movie, speaking, doesn't
0: that? I mean, you know, it kind of goes that way, like
3: you know. Yeah, the movie would be very out of context had you never seen the show, or had there yeah. not been a show. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. That's what made him famous—the
2: show. Like, did he, yeah. was he a stand-up comedian or something before the show? Yeah. Paul, Paul Rubens. Rubens? Yeah. yeah,
3: he's yeah. great. He was actually on. We had him on during like COVID when we were just having all those random actors and musicians and celebrity guests because there was no sports going on. Yeah, yeah. and he's really. He's one of the nicest guys, first of all, um, talking to him off the air. And he's in uh, What They Do in the Shadows. Have you guys ever seen that show on FX? No. no. It's about vampires. Oh, my God. Mm. That's so funny. He's just, he's just great. I love yeah. him.
0: I didn't know Tim Burton directed Pee-wee's Big Adventure.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Would that's I interesting. That?
3: Yeah. Do you uh, a favor and watch it. Watch it with your kids. You're all
0: good. right. I'll give it a try.
3: Okay. No, nah, you won't. You say you, no, will, will. you
0: won't. No, I will. I will. I actually know. watch things unlike you.
2: You know what I finished watching, by the way? Ted Lasso? Um, no, no. The Morning yeah. Show. I no, Yeah, but we don't talk show. about The
0: Morning Show on this show.
2: I know, but it's really good. <laughs> and I love Jennifer Aniston so much. And you know what? I think she's such a great actor that she had me hating her character so much Yeah. in The Morning Show. She's so yeah. selfish. You talk about a diva. That character is the definition well, of diva.
0: I mean, you know, television morning show people, historically, that is the stereotype. So there's yes. that. Yeah. Um, all great. right. The stereotype of the Chargers is that they blow the big game, and they fulfilled said stereotype uh, this past weekend. So, Brandon Staley made a huge blunder. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, we talked about it yesterday, even in the one hour of power that we did. So, but here's the thing. You know, and and I'm going to take a page out of Nick Saban's book, right? Yesterday after the game, he did his press conference, and he had Bryce Young and um another young man one of the defensive players on the podium and they were about to leave and he said hold on hold on I just want to let you all know that one game doesn't define these guys and, actually, and he's it was, right
2: it was a nice moment like we put his hand on yeah. both of these young men as they stood up and said, hold on a second I want to say something here yeah and it was actually kind of a humanizing moment for Nick Saban I
0: thought Saban has become more human in his old age he, he yeah. he's still probably I mean you talk to his assistants he's still a huge pain in the you know what to, to work for but nonetheless Publicly, has become more human over the last mm-hmm. several years. Mm-hmm. Um, but with Brandon Staley, let me let me explain something to you. Go ahead. We happen to just live in an era where literally everything you do is going to be replayed and re-aired, and everybody's going to communicate about it in real time and probably for a long time after the fact. So it certainly feels like the flood – well, maybe not feels like it. It, it is. The flood is, is worse, right, when those things happen. But there are plenty of good coaches who have come back from – monster mistakes before, okay? Like I, I I'm, let's just stick to football for a second, okay? Um I mean you can go back to the Raiders playing in the Super Bowl when they they beat Washington, when they the only Super Bowl that's ever been won by an LA football team, right? The the Raiders were up 14 to 3 in that game. There was like less than a minute to go, like 30 seconds or something like that to go in the first half. Joe Gibbs of the Redskins at the time Instead of taking a knee and saying, ah, the hell with it, he had the ball in, like, his own 15. He decided to throw the ball, and it was like a pick six, and the Raiders went into the half 21-3. to That's Joe Gibbs, okay? Joe freaking Gibbs made that blunder, okay? Don Shula has made monstrous mistakes in his career. I mean, he's no longer with us. May he rest in peace. The Indianapolis Colts literally got rid of him, or at the time, the Baltimore Colts, got rid of him, Scott Kaplan, because they, quote-unquote, couldn't win the big one with him. He became the winningest coach in NFL history, um, you know. And by the way, he blew a Super Bowl also against Washington. Interestingly enough, um, when he had David Woodley play in the game way too long instead of Don Strock in a year where he was splitting quarterbacks. Okay, and did that to ride them to the Super Bowl, which is strangely enough, uh, Bill Parcells has made monstrous mistakes in games, including when he was a Jets coach in Keyshawn's second season. I want to say. Um, he had a game against the Lions that he completely blew, like, just completely blew on national television. Um, Andy Reid has made to- – I mean, dude, Andy Reid was the guy we used to say for many years in Philadelphia, oh, he's trying to outsmart the room, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. Like, there's countless examples of him. All four of those guys are Hall of Fame coaches, all right? And, and, and in Andy Reid's case, he hadn't won anything – prior to all those mistakes so what I'm saying about the Brandon Staley stuff not to say he's going to be a Hall of Fame coach is just I get everyone wants to get their jokes off but he's a good coach and I think it may still work out just fine for him so George
2: you bring up a lot of compelling points um you know when you when you bring up Joe Gibbs did you talk about a pick six did did Gibbs throw that pass or did he just call the play? nobody called the play right so so my point is is that just in pointing that one out in particular um, you know, you call a play because you're down by two scores and you're, you're not trying to go into the locker room, you know, not being aggressive. Every With second 25
0: seconds left on your own 15-yard line?
2: You're questioning the great Joe Gibbs? You yes, I am. That's you a dumb que- play. You, you are questioning.
0: Here's my point,
3: though. By
2: the way, he also yes. said
0: it was a dumb play in retrospect. I looked it up. Well, Well, here's the thing
2: about Brandon Staley. This wasn't about a play call, per se. This was about a coach's decision. Now, listen. I don't think it's any big deal that he, he made a decision. The decision was, I'm calling a timeout, and his explanation, which most of us don't really think makes sense because he says, I'm trying to bring in a better, stronger run defense, but we see which pieces he moved in and put in, moved out and put in. So it doesn't really make a lot of sense, or so it doesn't seem. On the other hand, if the Raiders... Don't pick up the first down on third and six on a running play, which Staley knew was coming. If they don't pick it up and they do have to try a 54, 55-yard field goal or they have to make the decision, let's just kneel on it and let's, let's just get out of here. Point is, is that he made a decision, I believe, and believe me, I'm the biggest Charger hater there is. I think he made the decision because he still was trying, trying to win the game. Yes. I mean, I can't believe I find myself in a position of defending the Charger coach. But for everybody that goes, he should be fired, do you guys not understand the history of who this franchise hires? They always hire first-time head coaches who have to learn on the job. You know why they do that, George?
0: Because they're cheap. Correct. Thank you. That was
2: you're an welcome. important point. Yeah, it was you're a very important point because they're cheap. Yeah. The fact that they're cheap stops them from going out and hiring somebody big time. This right. is the same
0: franchise that fired a head coach after the team went 14 and 2. Yes. No, but I I do think that I love that he that he's like a riverboat gambler, and not really a riverboat gambler, he just plays the odds. Um by the way, you know what would have been the headline if they won that game or if they tied that game? You know what the headline would have been, right? Tell me. They went 6 for 6 on fourth down.
2: Well, they went they they went six for six. You'll have to check me on this. Was it late? Because remember, there was the one fourth down where it was like fourth and short from their own eighteen yard line, and they went for it, and they didn't get it. And the Raiders got the ball, but they could only turn it into a field goal, which is when the Raiders should have put the game out of reach.
0: So there was. Uh, I will look it up here, but, but they were version. six of six. It made it might have been later in the game, but they. I have the number here somewhere. Hold on, I'll find yeah, it. Go and, ahead. And you
2: may. I think you're right because I think. I know that they missed a fourth-down conversion in the game, but late in the game, and it may have been like fourth-quarter overtime, you'll find Well, they the didn't numbers. get to
0: overtime. Well, no, they did get to overtime. You're right. Right. You'll, uh, you'll
2: find the numbers somewhere. Yes. That, that they They may have been like six for six for their last, you know, six fourth-down conversion tries. Because remember, they scored on the last play of regulation on fourth-down, as I recall.
0: Yeah. So,
2: look, all I'm telling you is this, George. Your point is well-made. Andy Reid was always a guy that said that people said he can't win because he's gotten the Eagles to the Super Bowl, but he can't win. And when he finally won one with Kansas City, how differently do we perceive Andy Reid today?
0: Very okay. If they didn't go, Justin Herbert went six for six. They did convert six fourth downs in the game, which uh, hasn't been done in thirty years.
2: Yeah, but but remember, you talk about. But the, my point was, is that would have been the headline. It would have been, but but they also again remember they went for it fourth and short on their own 18 did not get it turned it over on downs and the Raiders this is where they should have put the game away but they're
0: consistent you know what they oh. do they hit on soft 17 every time at the table that's what you're supposed to do
2: yeah but that's when you get a lot of looks from the table you get a lot of looks no you don't the table.
0: you do you get a lot of looks when you don't hit on soft 17 uh, I don't know man I don't know. You're the guy that doesn't hit on soft seventeen. I
2: would, you. I,
3: would you. You. I would punch. I would get up and walk. I would punch you guy. in the face because I know no, no. you.
0: But no. then, I, if I didn't know you, I would just get up and walk away in disgust.
2: I'm the guy that would look at the dealer and say, "This,
0: you ready? What, what do does I do the book here? Say, yeah. What yeah, does, yeah. does the book say? Yeah. What, what does, does the, the book, book say? say to do here? That's, yeah, which, by the hit. way, is is fair. You can say that.
2: Yeah. If it says hit, I'll hit it. If it says don't hit, then I'm not hitting it. Whatever the book says.
0: Yeah. All right. We're way late on the break. So we should have hit on the break a long time ago. But anyway, Radio Tinder, everyone's favorite segment, is up next in two minutes.
2: Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. S A V E go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try jets signature eight corner pizza and get $5 off with code eight save. That's the number eight S A V E jets pizza better because it has to be.
3: All
0: right, Lynn's what do you got?
3: All right. So I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to this, but apparently the Manning cast curse went undefeated the season. So after the Packers were defeated by the lions on Sunday, it became official every single active player who appeared on the Manning cast as a guest this season went on to lose their next game. So the apparent curse didn't seem to deter active players from appearing though, because Aaron Rodgers appeared on Monday's Manning cast and said that he was not afraid of the curse, but it's probably because Green Bay had already locked up the number one seed well before the game and he didn't even play in the second half of the game. So I'm just curious now that we're about to head into the playoffs and they're going to be doing their first playoff edition of the Manning cast for the, The Rams game on Monday do you think that players are going to avoid the Manning cast due to the curse at all during the postseason swipe left or swipe right cap
2: I'm going to swipe right here and say that if you're an active NFL player because remember this was NFL players because Draymond Green went on and the Warriors won their next game but if I'm an active NFL player and I'm going to play in the postseason as much as I'd like to be on the Manning cast I'm going to avoid being on the Manning cast while my team is still alive. The numbers don't lie here. You go on the Manning cast, your team loses. Don't do it, guys.
0: See, I'm going to swipe left because I think people will still go because it's Peyton and Eli, Um, and it's good exposure. And I I, I just think that eventually— Eventually, that cur- I don't believe in curses, so I, I, I think that, that that's nonsense. Like, it just, you know, it just is what it is. Like, you know, it's just been bad luck.
2: But
3: it's a lot of coincidences. You know what yeah, they should do? Fine. They should
2: bring Justin Herbert on the Manning cast, and they should ask him about the curse of Dean Spanos. And then you could have a conversation with an active player who's not playing in the playoffs, and you go, yo, man, you play for a cursed organization. What do you think about that?
0: Then he says, I don't really know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's not gonna happen, but um, okay. I mean Herbert could happen, but I don't know if that conversation is Hey, they happen. should
3: have they should have Baker on because Baker's already cursed, so it's not gonna matter.
0: Yeah. So the yeah, I, I think people are gonna go on. I, I don't think that anything is gonna change. That's just me personally. But maybe I'm wrong. We'll see. All right. All right.
3: So nobody knows when, if ever, we're gonna see Tiger Woods compete on the PGA tour or at a major championship ever again. But Tiger has said that he would love to play in the Open at St. Andrews this year, which is going to be the 150th anniversary of the tournament. Well, that got Sky Sports golf analyst Simon Holmes to thinking, maybe Tiger is going to retire at the Open this year. He said, I really hope it doesn't happen. Wait, let me use my British accent. I really hope it doesn't happen, but it's something I think that could happen. And I could just see Tiger thinking it would be a nice way to go out.
2: Wait, a did second, you guys see that with your British accent? Whoa, that was a that was shoddy
3: attempt at it, okay?
2: Good lord.
3: I'm like, well,
1: speaking normally. <laughs> it doesn't sound any yeah. different than your it Cleveland did sound accent. sound
0: much different from, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever you normally right. Okay,
3: so, so forget my, my fake accent. Could you okay. see Tiger Woods retiring at St. Andrews after the Open this year? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano.
0: Um, I'm going to swipe left on that. I think Tiger's going to try to play a few tournaments here and there, but I think it's going to take some time. I think before he, I think it's going to take time or years even until he comes to that realization that he's completely, completely done. So uh, I would swipe left.
3: I'm
2: going to swipe left also for a couple of reasons. One, if and when Tiger Woods decides to retire, I think he'll do it at Augusta, not at the British Open, wherever it may be that year. Um, two... I believe that Tiger Woods believes that he will still have a chance to come back, not only compete on the PGA Tour, but remember, this is my belief that Tiger believes this, that Tiger Woods will attempt to try and win another major championship.
3: Not out Uh, of the realm of possibility, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be really tough for him to pull off. But, um, I mean, that part of it. But I do think, I don't think he's retiring so there you
3: go. Next. I think he's, he's still really young in golf years. All right. So this next one comes from my favorite Reddit thread. Am I the a Not a-hole, really, have, by the
0: way. He's not really no, that young he's, in golf he's,
2: years. He's close to getting to the Champions Tour. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah.
3: okay. I guess I just underestimated how old he was. He'll always be young in my eyes. But anyway, um, my favorite Reddit thread, am I the a-hole? Have not done one of these in a while. So a man explained that he's been dating his girlfriend for a few months. And on one of their earlier dates, he recalled her mentioning how she wanted to adopt a cat, but he wasn't too thrilled about that because he thinks he might be allergic to them. So fast forward to now, they've been dating a couple months, everything's going well, and she says she's going to the shelter to adopt a cat like she's been wanting to. He gets upset and says, no, don't get one in case they move in together someday. But she said she's been wanting one since before they met, so she gets the cat. He tells her she needs to take it back and gives her the ultimatum, me or the cat. Is the guy the a-hole? Swipe left or swipe right, Sedano?
0: Okay, I, I'm I'm lost on this story. So repeat that again. <laughs> like I, it was. Like, there's a cat somebody wants a cat
3: a couple is is dating and the girl wants to get a cat she doesn't have one yet but she wants to get a cat the guy's like no because I think I might be allergic then she's like well I've wanted one since before I met you right and then so she goes out and gets the cat and now he says oh well you need to take it back in case we move in together someday so take the cat back or we can't date anymore
0: so who's in the right or who's in the wrong is he a
3: jerk is he the jerk here swipe left or swipe right is he a jerk for asking her to take her cat back.
0: I, I got to think about this for a second. Is he I the don't. jerk, okay? Because he told her not to get the cat because he's allergic. And now she and she got the cat.
3: She think he thinks he's allergic. He thinks he I might mean, be. I mean,
0: I don't think he's the jerk here. I don't think anyone's a jerk. I just think that he I mean, he said to her, "Hey, don't get the cat cuz I'm allergic." And she still got it anyway. It's kind of like, well, mm. I mean, if anything, he's he's dumb for still dating her because at that point it's like all right, I mean, if we're not going to agree on something so simple, then i got to be out,
1: you know? No respect. Yeah.
0: I'll
2: tell you this right now. That cat walks into the house. That cat looks over at him. That cat goes, you don't like me. You didn't want me. You're allergic to me. You know what I'm going to do to you? I'm going to pee on your bed. And guess what? When I pee on your bed because I'm a cat, it's going to smell so bad. You're going to need a new, a new bed. Not just new sheets, a new bed because you don't like me. I'm a cat. So, Linz, I got to say that while I think most people will say that the guy is a jerk, I'm going to say the guy—the guy—kind of knew what he was getting himself into. Smart move, my man.
0: Please tell me that Laura can cut that whole thing up and send it to Chris.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pee on your bed because I'm like, You really don't—you're not a cat guy, huh, Kaplan? Nah,
2: more of a dog guy. I've had cats, and when cats know you don't like them, they pee on your stuff—couches, beds, anywhere they know that you sit, that you like
3: and then they make it smell to high heavens. Ugh, cat you urine know, smells horrible. I've had three cats. I've never had a cat pee on my bed ever in my life. Because they just like saying. you. Just saying. You're yeah. their mom.
0: I did just text Christopher and said, please tell me you heard that Kaplan cat thing, and he simply just wrote back, yep.
2: Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. Uh, me and Chris I, have a lunch uh,
2: date coming up, as a matter of fact.
0: That'll do it for Radio Tinder each and every day at 5.30. Uh, coming up next, the situation with the Lakers and the pundits is not getting pretty. It's getting uglier and uglier by the moment. And I will tell you what one prominent former coach says about the Lakers' chances as we move forward at the halfway point. We'll get to that in a moment. Such a good song, by the way, despite its suggestive lyrics. I will say this. I appeared on a BBC radio show once, uh, like a hip-hop show, uh, Tim Westwood. Uh, for a Super Bowl many, many years ago between the Colts and the Saints, and I was in a room with Jermaine Dupree and Pitbull. Don't ask me how I was invited to this room. Um, uh, There might still be YouTube videos of it somewhere. Um, And in one of those things, I brought up, like, something that happened um, with some old British rocker was being accused of something uh, not so great, and I brought it up on the air, and they were like, "Ooh, no, 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 no!" And like they dumped it. I was like, "Wow, it's that crazy! Like, wow. like it's something that you and I could have talked about openly here, um, but d- they didn't even want it on their air. Like, it was wow. crazy.
2: I didn't know they're so uptight. What's the suggestiveness of the relax? Don't do it. You, right, you know,
3: know what? That's... that's yeah, we're yeah.
2: Relax. I mean,
3: it... Don't do it.
0: Don't don't do 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 do. Nope, nope, yeah, just. Let, leave leave it for the imagination. People can figure it out with the lyrics. I guess I
3: gotta. Did go you look like that lyrics. song when it came out? Did you oh like my that? god,
0: it was a great song, and the video was awesome. The guys had the T-shirts. You know, Frankie goes to Hollywood. Um, it was like Are a super ask. popular
3: Cap, did song. Did you have one? Did you have one of the relaxed T-shirts? Well, not Cap?
0: me. I was too young. Like I that
3: didn't
2: probably have did. T-shirts. No, I don't think I had one of those T-shirts. But I do think, as you mention it, it it does kind of remind me that that was sort of a fad at the time. You know.
0: Yeah, it was a super popular song, very much a one-hit wonder, um, but in an era of one-hit wonders, plenty of them. And and then, of course, the song came back after um, Zoolander.
2: i got to look up the lyrics. I really, all I can remember is, relax, don't do it, and then that's it. Don't do after it. That.
0: Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't keep singing it. I don't know what's so um, suggestive. But I, I feel like um, in Zoolander, the song was awesome. Like, I, it, it also, like, that it being the song in that movie, I thought was fantastic. Now, that's a good movie, too. I, I am a, I'm a huge Ben Stiller fan um, and Owen Wilson fan. So I was just I, watching
2: I the other day. Don't ask me how I, this, this came on, but we decided to watch it. Meet the Parents. Meet
0: just, the Parents is a good movie. You had never seen that?
2: No, of course I had seen it, but we oh. were watching it with kids, and they had never seen it. And um, yeah, it's uh, Meet the Parents is still a very, very good movie because I've been quoting it ever since we watched it last week and I've been quoting it nonstop, (laughs) like really annoying quoting all the words or all the uh, the phrases you would expect from that movie, like all the cliche phrases you would expect. Those are the ones I've been quoting all week ever since I've seen Meet the Parents again. (laughs) So you're
0: quoting a movie that's like 15 years old. Right, right. Right.
2: Like not a lot of male uh nurses in your business are there Focker, you know you have to say it like they have to really pronunciate it so that people don't get yes, saying the yes. wrong thing you know enunciate yes right i said enunciate pronunciate yeah you no
0: it. it's pretty pronun- you said pronunciate yeah
2: i meant the enunciate, enunciate but i said pronunciate yes. maybe i'm putting the two together now
0: <laughs> yes um so dave mcminiman is going to join us at six we're going to talk lakers with him but in the interim um Linz, do we have audio of this, or is it just the story of what happened on the Zach Lowe podcast with Jeff Van Gundy? Uh,
3: just the story of it.
0: Okay. So, what did he say on the Zach Lowe podcast? Oh,
3: well, let me pull it up here. Hang on. Oh, okay. okay. Then
0: I'll just say it. Then I thought maybe you had it. Uh, Basically, he doesn't believe that they. Uh, he sold on them, that they can bring home a championship. And he said he thinks the depth um, that they rid themselves of has really hurt them. I just don't think they're a top three team in the West. I've had a hard time seeing them be able to win a playoff series, let alone four.
2: So is this a shocking thing to say? I mean, where we are right now. Well, now not when a like
0: playoff this- series is pretty is not a small. Like That's not like. I mean not what a playoff series, like one and done. Don't even win yeah, but, a, a, but I mean, a round that, is, is that, not that anything happen. I had heard at least.
2: I know, but that but think about it. If if they if the Lakers let's just play this out for a second. Mm-hmm. If the Lakers have to play their way in to the playoffs mm-hmm. and they find themselves playing against a Phoenix. Oh no, if they or, get to that point, State, then they're in trouble.
0: Yes, yeah, they're toast.
2: Agree. Yeah. Yeah. So it but you know what it is, George? It's very hard. We were talking about this in the last segment. I look at Tiger Woods. And I still believe that Tiger Woods will try to come back. And in his mind, he may not say it to anybody in his mind. He may believe I'm still going to go make a run at another major championship. The same goes for LeBron. Most of us can't wrap our heads around as well as LeBron is playing as many points as he's scoring as selflessly as he has put himself into the center position, etc. It's hard to wrap your head around. That's LeBron James's team, and they're just not very good.
0: Yeah. Because he's also playing at a high level still.
2: Right. He's great. You know, I was watching the game the other night, and Stu Lance had a great line. He said something like, uh, LeBron James is playing angry, something like that. And And in the next breath, Stu said, I wish the other four guys would play that way too. Yeah. So we all can see how LeBron is playing we just would like to see an entire team around him play that way.
0: I I don't think it, I mean, I mean, I guess I get that. Um, and Rondo made some comments recently about coming to a team when he came to the Cavs where everyone plays hard and everyone's like, Ooh, who's he talking about with that? And, um, look, maybe there's some of that. I just think, look, we can talk about playing hard. All you want. This team is just built poorly. Like it's, This is no longer a small sample size.
2: Right. And, and this is, I remember us having this conversation at the beginning of the year. What's your key to the Lakers season? My key to the Lakers season was Anthony Davis has to play in like, I don't remember the number, like 50 games, something like that, 60 games. Well, this is the problem that that Anthony Davis is hurt. He's hurt frequently. He's hurt for long stretches of time. And then when he's not hurt, it's going to take him time to get back. So, really, ultimately, it comes down to, will the Lakers be fully healthy and ready to roll by the time the playoffs come around? And if they are, then you take your chances. If they're not, it could be over early.
3: Can I ask a question?
2: Sure. Question.
3: Is there? Do you guys think that people should start to look at the possibility that the Lakers might not even make the playoffs, might not even get to the plane because – they played this poorly so far with the easiest schedule in the league, and now they have the hardest schedule for the remaining games. Like, isn't that a possibility?
2: I oh the sigh. I I I was waiting to hear what George had to say because my instant reaction, Lindsay, is yeah. I know it's hard to believe. That's LeBron James. He's wearing a Lakers jersey, and two years ago they won a championship in the bubble, but. Could they possibly not even make the playoffs this year? No, I mean listen,
0: they didn't make the playoffs you know granted he got hurt um His if he's year. healthy, would they not make the playoffs i I would find that hard to believe right if he's healthy. All think that he would will them to at least make it to the postseason right now are is is the postseason like are we counting the play in as part of the postseason? I suppose we probably what about
3: should. a series like a series? That would be the first actual No,
0: well, that is different. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's different. But, like, I don't see them falling past 10. No. If that's what you're asking me. Because that's what they'd have. They'd have to be the 11 seed or worse. And that I don't see. I mean, they're they're, they're six games above, I believe, or five and a half, six games above the 11 seed Spurs right now. And I don't see that changing.
2: It's ridiculous that we're having this conversation right now. That that we are talking about the Lakers as possibly not making it, possibly having to play their way in. Would they even be able to win a series? Uh, might they fall behind a, a San Antonio? I mean, it's unbelievable where we were at the beginning of this season. They got Russ, AD's healthy, they got all these other dudes that are going to make them so much better than they were, and they are dramatically worse
0: it, it is wild the way this day but the, the one fear i had despite thinking that they could overcome it because i thought talent would survive i also said look i picked them to win a championship but then if you remember like seven or eight games in i said i think i made a mistake <laughs> like I <laughs> th- those words legitimately came out of my mouth um and and, and eight games in okay i said if this is the roster that they go with the rest of the season, they're not winning a championship. And, you know, obviously the deadline is going to loom large here in less than a month now. But I, I I don't know what kind of moves that they could make. But I, I'd be curious to see what kind of magic Rob tries to pull off here because at the current moment, I just don't see a lot of paths for them. to. You know what Rob
2: should do, George? What? What? Uh, he should call over to the Rams and go, yo, guys, um, everybody thought you were married to that Jared Goff contract. How'd you wind up weaseling your way out of that thing yeah. um, and getting better? But, so, can you guys tell us, like, maybe you guys can help us out, you know, with, like, trying to get rid of this $47 well, million it's a dollar great, rust contract.
0: It's a, it's a great point, because uh, coming up next, you know, Dylan Hernandez uh, of the LA Times, uh, not a big fan of what the Rams, basically calling them... Uh, I'm putting words in his mouth, but somewhat fraudulent, basically, uh, are full of excuses. So we'll get to some of that on the other side. Plus, I need the audience's help here. I've got a situation, and I need the audience's help here, okay? It's a parenting conversation, so I need the help here, all right? So we'll get into that on the other side as well. Dave McMinniman at 6.15 to talk Lakers with us. Big deal or no deal at 6.30. We're back in three minutes, 7.10 ESPN.